This podcast is rated IS for incredibly silly and definitely contains bad words, bad jokes, and other bad content that should not be heard by anyone, least of all children. Or maybe it should be. We don't know. We're still not their parents. You're listening to the Starforge Podcast with Saya and Mal, two nerdy humans who still have a lot to say about Star Wars The Old Republic and all its features. Rest assured, the podcast is, as always, working as intended. This is episode 43, Switor Wishlist. Hello, Swotor players. I am the Mal. And I'm just Saya. Mm-mm, she is the Saya. Oh, thank you. So, listen, I know that we like to keep this evergreen, but can we pretty please talk about how briefly, briefly just talk about how, like, a week ago, two weeks ago, there was a bug in the cartel market, and for a week straight, the only thing on the flash sale was the Savannah Veranticus. Oh, I thought that was just the funniest thing. So I was actually away at a convention while most of the shenanigans was happening. And I get back and I ask my friends, what's with all the Savannah Veranticus stuff? I'm seeing all these memes posted. People keep talking about it. It seems very funny. But what happened? And my friend said, here, let me make a quick video of, of something. We have this channel in our Discord where we post the sales. Someone posts the sales and then people chat about them. Let me show you what that looks like. And he takes a video and is scrolling. Savannah Veranticus, Savannah Veranticus, Savannah Veranticus. Oh my God. So for all of you out there who have formed your new cult, your new religion, your new support group around Savannah Veranticus's Veranticai, I salute you. And I know Mal does too. You know, joking about this is the most joy I have seen out of the community in months. Everyone is making jokes. And honestly, it doesn't feel mean-spirited, you know? I Like, honestly, I find a lot of the minor bugs in the game to be funny. I know a lot of people don't, but, like, a plant floating off the ground, to me, is funny. Or, like, I banners. Banners right. banners that blind you if you walk too close to them. All right, some people are like, I don't like it, and it should be fixed. But to me, that's not game-breaking, okay? Or, like, if your head is missing in a cutscene. I'm sorry. That shit is funny. I love the eyeballs bugs where it, only your bugs were showing. Yes, yes. That's good stuff. It's funny. And so I think a lot of people just found this honestly joyfully funny. And everyone was getting in on it and sharing in this. For anyone who's wondering what, hap- what happened or why it happened, my hypothesis is this. This is my idea. So there does have to manually be set in the background a different sale of the day. Someone in the, the team probably made a list. And the thing is, sometimes the list won't always work or sometimes something hasn't been set. And what you usually do is you set a backup option. We actually saw that the SOTOR team does use these type of backup options when they talked about it in a previous post about Kai Zykin. If this and this and this and this and this has already been met and you've gotten every piece, you will get a tactician's chess piece. So I'm guessing our Savannah Veranticus is just like that tactician's chess piece and is the sad leftover default option. But I need you all to think about all of these poor, overpopulated Veranticae, though. I'm not sure if they are laughing about this. Oh, God, you know, Saya, I, I think you might be right. But I think that we can use our powers for good and help these creatures. Now, listen, if you just let me have two minutes of your time, please. I, I think we and our listeners can allow this. Let us hear what you've got to help save the Varantikai. 
Every single day in the galaxy, a Savannah Varanticus is put up for sale. Over 5,000 of these majestic creatures were bought and sold this month alone. So many others languish in captivity, the market oversaturated. Hi, I'm Mal from the Starforge podcast. Will you use the Force to help save these helpless mounts? Every day, a Savannah Varanticus is put up for sale needlessly on the cartel market, and our local shelters are struggling. Overpopulation, crowding, food shortages, and those are just some of the challenges these tireless workers are facing. But there is hope. For just 750 cartel coins, you can be the force these Varanticus need to survive and thrive. That's just 25 cartel coins a day, less than the price of a legacy emote unlock. Your gift will give a Savannah Varanticus a new purpose in life, providing it with shelter, exercise, and maybe even love. Contact us at 1-800-STARFORGECAST in the next 30 minutes and you'll receive a welcome kit for the newest addition to your mount collection, one that has been given a second chance at life, all thanks to you. There's a Varanticus who needs you right now. Your purchase says, I'm here to help. Please call now or make your purchase direct through the Swator Cartel Market. Your gift can make a difference. Thank you. To all of our listeners, we implore you, do what you can to save the Barantikai. I mean, like I said, just 750. No, they're not on sale anymore. They're much pricier no. <laughs> now. <laughs> Actually, people now people now are disappointed when it's not the Savannah Veranticus. I know now people are posting like, "What? I don't want this. Where's my other mount?" Oh, anyway, what what are we gonna? Let's get back to reality. What are we? What are we gonna talk about today, Saya? Veranticus back, back again. Okay, okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. I can't. I can't stop. It's a good meme. Okay, so today's episode is going to be really fun. We're not going to be talking about Veranticus. But um, we're going to talk about what you wish was in the game. And that is not going to be every day, same flash sale every time. So a lot of people like to express their ideas and hopes for the game. And today, Mal and I are going to share ours. This is not going to be as specific as one of our previous episodes where we talked about like what we hope and expect should be in like the next expansion or something like that. This is going to be our big hopes and dreams. You know, big pipe dream ideas, big Varantikai ideas, big Brantkai energy. We aren't really caring about the how or why or the reasons why it would be impossible to do this or that. I'm I'm so sad. I'm sorry, Mal. That's like my favorite thing to talk about is why we can't have stuff. <laughs> We're dreaming here, people. I thought I was the negative one. I am. I'm yeah. a realist, okay? I'm, I'm a positive pessimist. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best but expecting the worst. That is a great word to describe you. Thank you. We're dreaming. Come on by. And we're going to start with some things we know are guaranteed to be disappointing other people. Okay, Saya. So let's start off with ideas involving group content, the operations, the flashpoints, the flicker points. Oh, my. What a call. What a callback. Am I right? All right. What is something you would like to see? So just because I'm so well known, I had to have something funny show up in my comments the other day. Like yeah. someone was asking just to make sure, 
one of the two ladies in the podcast is Sotarista, right? Why doesn't why doesn't she use the brand recognition for her podcast? I'm like, well, first off, it's it's uploaded on my YouTube. So hopefully yeah. I'm not just uploading two rando people talking. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. the biggest reason is because my friends call me Saya. Like this has been my nickname for a long time. That's how how Mal knows me. And Sotarista was actually a name chosen for a file folder for my first coding project. <laughs> Ahem. So it's not really much of a nickname. It's just kind of caught on. But but because I am well known as the Soterista, <laughs> a lot of people like to send me stuff as if I was the devs. And oh, my it, it God. It kind of cracks me up every time. Like, I love answering questions and, and stuff about my guides. But sometimes people will send me like, can you review this idea I had for the game? And I'm like, do I have to? <laughs> <I'm> like, because <laughs> <laughs> to answer Mal's question, what would I want to see for flashpoints? operations all that kind of stuff at this point in the game's lifetime at at our 10th anniversary i'm honestly just looking for regular updates that are relatively bug free i'm like i'm a simple Mm. woman Mm. i don't think i have any super big requests for myself other than in general more operations more flashpoints more story you know but for this episode we are going to go hog wild and off the rails and i'm laughing so hard because mal's even simpler to please though her ideas are more specific I am. I'm simpler to please than you. Right. Listen, the people are going to laugh when, when they hear what you want to be added to group operations. I want more achievements for older operations because I think they started a really good thing with gods and Dachshund and R4, little special achievements that you can earn called They're cool. Mark of Mastery. And they are specific and they are for each fight in the operation. For example, in R4, if you defeat Lord Kanoth without Nairot hardening in any of the corners, you get can I pause? Can I yeah. brag? Yeah. So R4, for the first time, I've I've talked about Team Chaos a bunch in these uh, these podcast episodes mm-hmm, where I take mm-hmm. in people who are not necessarily hardcore raiders or get to raid often. I finally took Team Chaos into R4. They smashed it. It wasn't one shot or anything. We got IPCPT. We got Watchdog with a, a new tank who'd never done it before. Mm-hmm. We got Kanoth. We we got we got a lot of Nyra in those quarters <laughs> for sure. We did not get that achievement. But oh my god, we we didn't have time to go after Dominique. But I feel like if we'd had enough time, we probably would have gotten her. I'm so excited, oh my and gosh. I think the whole thing is getting lots of nerfs too. Yeah. Next you, round, you so. smashed it in hard mode. <laughs> Oh, story mode. Oh, 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 oh. You can't get you can't get the achievements in story mode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some of the other achievements you can get in hard mode or, um, or in general? May I just say, for the record, we did a Lord Kenoth pull, and you best believe they would be like, "Oh, clean the middle squares," and I was like, "You mean clean the corners? Corners, achievement, right? Corners. <laughs> Don't mind me sneaking back here, cleaning the Naira. <laughs> we got that shit though, and now I don't have. Did to you get f- the achievement too? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So these are the type yeah. of things that make Mal happy. There is some other ones. There's like Duxin. Oh, they have that? great ones in Duxin. Any of the ones involving the Huntmaster are really funny. Something like, how do you like, do you feel me, Mr. Krabs? And um, there's one if you, there's so many ways to finish that fight. Like you can kill the Huntmaster and then you kill Shelly. You can, there's one achievement where you let the Huntmaster defeat Shelly for you. Oh, you can do that? Yes, and that's how it ends. Yes, there's an achievement. There's a ton for the Trandoshans that are really fun. And my favorite one is if you kill all the Trandoshans with one train, and it's called the Pain Train. (laughs) I think that's awesome. They're fun. 
And they keep groups going back into the operation. They are a they reason. They are for these hardcore groups, these much more skilled groups. And these actually started a long time ago. While they weren't quite as interesting, they started with the timed runs that would give you a special title if you did a certain operation in a difficult difficulty within like two hours or one hour, 30 minutes, whatever that specific operation had. And it did the same thing. It brought groups back in who were already completed the op, didn't have a huge reason to go back in, but wanted that additional reward all about the cosmetics and the clout right because those some of those timers they are tight one Mm -hmm. hour for all of dread fortress i mean you have to one shot everything you have to one shot every single thing in there to get that timer maybe you can do one wipe but that is it exactly i remember we did explosive conflict and we we did manage to get one wipe and then still complete it but you're not there is no getting distracted by butterflies. Uh-uh. Right. So as I've said before, some of the older stuff in this game, it needs a glow up. Okay, I did the timer. I survived. I survived past, Dread you know, Fortress. I survived. They have the surviving ones for all the bosses. Oh, yeah. Survived past Dyrak. Survived this boss. I would love to see something like defeat Tyrants in hard mode without falling off the platforms. It would have to be different in Nightmare <laughs> because obviously you have to jump off in that mode. Um, defeat the town encounter in S&V without being detected by any of the droids. Now that's a good one. That's hard. And you could even do something in the easier ones like EV and KP. Defeat Garge without stepping in the lava. Kill Soa and never allow him to have stacks of power orb. Hmm. People would be puzzled at that one. So they still puzzle over that to this day. <laughs> Oh, defeat the fabricator droid in X amount of time, because that means you did the puzzle, you know, super speedy. You think of any other ones? Come on, come on, come on. Oh, gosh. I would love that idea of going back into not necessarily the harder ones, because for me, like, it's very difficult to even find hard mode groups for me, much less going back into master mode or or completing master mode, because I'm not as skilled as you are um, and into as nightmare mode rating as you are. But I'd love to see some interesting stuff for story mode. Like, that would be great for Team Chaos. Like, we go in the same time and do the same thing. And I run it more for them. Like, I, I like the chaos. It's a little different every time. Um, but for me, the mechanics are the same each time. That'd right. be cool. Uh, you know, I honestly see no reason why they shouldn't add extra achievements for story mode and hard mode on top of Nightmare. Why not? Hey, you told me I'm not allowed to say I'm not allowed to say why not. Oh. You can't say why not. Because oh. I know why not. Mal, you could have picked anything, and you didn't pick a new operation? You picked add stuff to old ones? Well, they oh just added God, a new curse. one, and it's all fucked up, so we'll have to table that for a while. <laughs> anyway. All right, listen. that's more than fair enough. Go on, um, go on. One thing, hang on, hang on. One thing, nah, interrupt. <laughs> um, I just recently put out a video called what to do at level 80. And I've been making the same video for like the last like four expansions, right? For every level because new stuff comes up and people people are looking for that. And um, this time I added a whole new section called goals and motivations. And I realized that so much of what people do at level 80 is based on what motivates them. So for, for many of you, gear, getting that high gear score is is how you decide what content to go do. For those of you who are super new, maybe you just want to see the content. You want to play every operation. You want to play every flashpoint at least one time. For Mal, so Mal's talking about all these kind of interesting achievements. For you, Mal, do these interesting achievements, do they need to have a reward? Is Would you do them even if they didn't? Would you be excited about them, even if it was just the achievement box oh, check? Oh, yeah, because most of the ones I-, I do, it's just to check off the achievement box and up my legacy score. That's <laughs> really it. So are you motivated more by 
being able to do something fun and new with that, you know, it's actually tracked in game or is it the actual literal point score going up that motivates you or a bit of both? Uh, It's a bit of both. I do pride myself on all the achievement points that I have because it takes a lot of effort. It (laughs) takes a a ton of effort to get some of those completed. And I really like, you know, having the having the good ones, having that surviving, having those timer runs in my little achievement boxes. Right. Those are cool. Cool to have. For me, I'm so much more motivated by like rewards. Mm-hmm. Like I want that armor set. I want that gear reward. And I especially notice that when I'm looking looking for things to do. So I know you have some other ideas about what you'd want to have in operations or rather which operations. All right. Listen, gather around children and I will tell you, the Mao will tell you. This is the worst idea. I hate it. <laughs> it is not. It is the best idea. It is called Operation Roulette. So you set the phase, story mode, hard mode, nightmare, veteran, master, whatever the fuck it is. You enter the phase, and it's a room with five portals. Each portal contains one boss fight from any and all of the operations in the game. Once you go through, you've picked the portal, you are locked in, you cannot pick another until you have defeated the boss in that portal, and then you go back to the starting room and you can pick another one. This oh, this is so cursed. Can you imagine you get your first boss? It's like Bone Thrasher. And you're like, yeah, this is fun. This is great. And like second boss is like Nephra. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is fun. This is, and then your final boss is freaking Isaacs. Can you imagine? They're, the bosses have such a degree of change and difficulty between them. Oh, it would be a lot worse if Isaacs is like number two. And you'd be like, no, f- shit. <laughs> Just start off <laughs> with Isaacs. Leave. Congratulations. Hey, Hey, let's roll for nightmare mode. Oh, oh gosh. Nightmare mode apex predator. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe kind of fun though. Do you have to pay like 10,000 cartel coins to reroll? Oh my God. That's a lot of Savannah Varantikai I could save. <laughs> That's 10,000 cartel coins. Jeez. Oh, oh, 10 Savannah Varanticuses a day. You can spin the wheel. I think it'd be fun for story mode where they're all relatively attainable i think it would be fun in hard mode i actually think it might be nice in nightmare because what if you get one you know somebody people often need like the last boss you know but it's such a slog oh, to get there to get there right, right? so you pop yeah. through and i'm oh, bronte's nightmare all right wings of the architect i'm gonna keep spinning Let's that go. wheel till Let's i get go. bronte's and then maybe have it have its own set of prizes you know like titles for right. all the, you know, That's my number motivator. of roulettes you've completed, stuff like that. You could even do, you know, mounts, special mounts, something like that. I don't know. Those are my big ideas. So I think they're good ideas. Okay, chat. Would you do roulette, operations roulette? I'd love to know. Uh, if you post in the comments below on YouTube, let us know. Would you play operations roulette with us? No, oh, they definitely come play with us. That's for sure. They play with us. <laughs> That's a different motivator. Oh. You got anything else? Anything else on your mind? I kind of oh, skipped over yeah. flashpoints and, and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I have a lot of ideas when it comes to story mode about what I'd like to see for the future of the game. And one of those big ideas we'll talk more about later when we dive into the solo stuff. But for something that I would personally like to see and I think would be useful in the game is a rehaul of collections for armor in the game, not just for cartel stuff. So we've been seeing more and more non-cartel items and collections, which I love. Like we saw those heroic armors that you can collect, the, I don't remnant mm-hmm, blah blah mm-hmm, armors mm-hmm. they're in collections now so you don't have to hoard them if you don't need to um we've seen 
uh, like many of the galactic season stuff showing up in in collections and i love that that's awesome but it's not enough i want more um i'd love to see like for a part of a big update every outfit in the game in a collection system and it i'd like to see people encouraged to craft one of every armor uh, to add it to collections or collect one of every reputation armor or find the stuff that drops in flashpoints. Right now, if you do love that collecting aspect of things, especially for armor, there's way more armor types than there is bank slots. Like, you don't understand, Mal. And um, because I was trying to craft one of every armor specifically to, to film it and screenshot it, I've got characters who banks are literally dedicated just to holding all, like, this, this synth-weaving armor and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you have basil, oregano, and yeah, exactly. parsley, sage, <laughs> rosemary, and thyme. That's my characters right there. And so... Remember her to some who live there. I, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't do anything with this armor for other characters. I have to recreate craft it and it's like ah okay and so I think it'd be really cool you talked about giving a reason to go back to older operations and that would be my big reason is new types of rewards so I'd really want to see flashpoints dropping specific sets they don't have to be new they can be recolors or reskins or returning stuff that's hard to get right now that only come from specific flashpoint maybe you collect like a piece each time you run and operations same thing specific looks and then you once you've gotten it you've collected it permanently in collections maybe you still have to pay 10 cc but it's there if you really really want it I just love one more reason to return to that older content without being bogged down with stuff mm. Interesting. We have such differing opinions I know, sometimes right? about what we want. I think it makes for a beautiful discussion. It's one of the reasons I don't like send my my personal ideas into the devs. <laughs> like I'll sometimes give them like feedback on specific types of content. Like, oh, when we had Galactic Seasons first season, I kept hearing people say, it's very hard for me to play with my friends. And that's not like something I may or may not have experienced myself but this is what i'm hearing from a lot of people but like this armor mm -hmm. thing like i have no idea if this is something other players want this is what i want i was told i'm allowed to talk about my own wish list today you can talk about anything off your wish list that you want i mean i already have like two thousand pairs of pants and i feel like i don't need another pair of <laughs> i need all of the pants i need to check them off my checklist Mm -mm, that's okay. It's good. Differing ideas. But we're going to put those ideas oh, right in our one of the 5,000 pockets we have in, in our, our 2,500 <laughs> pairs of pants. And we're going to talk about something that actually does exist right now for us to do in Spator, a lovely old school flashpoint by the name of Katamimu. Space bar, please. Space bar, please. Space bar, please. So we start off, as always, by answering Satil Shan's call in the emergency distress line, and she tells us that Governor Chornarov of Katamimu has declared independence and is holding the planet and its citizens captive under martial law. Apparently, the governor has control of Republic missiles and has an army of underworld criminals that he picked up off of Ord Mantel. Got those babies on Ord Mantel. <laughs> And so we say, uh, so how did we not notice this dude smuggling a bunch of criminals onto the planet? And Satil says, oh, we did notice, but we didn't know exactly how many he brought. Well, three, four, apparently it was enough for a hostile takeover. And now this dude is loaded up with enough firepower to take out Republic capital ships. And that sounds like another audit fail to me, Saya. 
We really do not very good on the Republic side of things, keeping track of stuff. So we ask, why is there no fail-safes? Well, apparently there was, but the governor disabled them all. So now we need to take a ship down to Academy Moose Capital and take back the missiles, but also to focus on finding a person named General Artol, who is responsible for killing thousands of innocent Ordmentelians. You got it, Grandmaster. Off we go. Meanwhile, on the Imperial fleet, Darth Malgus calls us up once again to let us know that on a planet named Kadamimu 5, which is apparently used as a Republic weapons depot, had a problem with a corrupt governor, and instead of the governor going quietly to trial and jail, he instead went cuckoo bananas. Bananas! Right, pretty similar to what we learned from the Republic side of things. So then you have a really funny option where you call Darth Malgus out for thinking that this is funny. He says, it is a privilege to observe democratic values in action. (laughs) What a troll. Darth Malgus is just like, I'm going to sit on my chair and (laughs) place bets, you know? So now he wants us to head to Katamimu and snag all those sweet, sweet missiles. Or if we can't, just, you know, get rid of them all. Hell yeah. Let's go, team. We learn that the governor is arming the planet's missiles to support his bid for independence because his own personal army is doing okay so far with the rioting and chaos, but that the military absolutely does not want him playing with the big guns. So with the imp fleet ready and waiting for our victory signal, we head on in. I like that when you defeat groups of mobs in here, there are these NPC resistance fighters who are like, yeah, Yay! put their arms up in the air. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I play a Vanguard. Mm. I don't got no pushes, but Mal told me that she's very excited because you can chuck the social adjustment droids off of lots of ledges. And there's a ton of ledges in this flashpoint, especially the giant elevator. I think pushing things off of this specific flashpoint is like a time-honored tradition. So as we pick our way through the trash and we skip a lot of the enemies here, uh, we get to hear good old Governor Charanov over the radio. Hello? We hear him. Yeah. What's he sound like? I love how he sounds. He sounds like one of those old-timey Southern U.S. snake oil salesmen trying to sell the poor people on Kadamimu 5 this crazy-ass rebellion. And I think it is awesome. When I first started playing this Flashpoint, I first played it in Canada, and I didn't have as much um, exposure to different types of people yet. And I thought he was supposed to be like... KFC, <laughs> like Mr. The Colonel, you know, oh. that's the only person I'd seen with that accent before. I love it. <laughs> Do not listen to the lies on the hollow net. There are no riots. Everything is just fine here now. How are you? Come pick up your chicken. It's on the order to the right. <laughs> it's finger licking good. <laughs> As you move through this zone. Listen, you get to a cantina. And Saya, do you remember this? When this first came out, when you went in this little cantina casino room, all these enemies rappelled down from the ceiling and this huge fight broke out. And they took it away. I remember that. Our poor new players who came along with us totally missed it, though. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, it's just gone. So moving on. <laughs> just like those enemies were moved on. Um If you have some gathering skills in this group, and we've been really enjoying talking about these in this segment, about seeing these crafting and gathering skills being used, there's a fence to scavenge for a skip, so you can skip some enemies. And later on, there's a taxi to slice. Um, There's some prison cells to slice. 
If you're deep in your RP and want to free Republic prisoners are trapped in cages. And finally, bioanalysis lets you get another puppy to follow you around. Right. So... You, you love those puppies and onions, I whatever. Them. That's so well, onion puppies, Aww. stinky breath puppies. <laughs> so, if you trash bulls later, and we are at the first boss, and this one has some interesting mechanics that we didn't even see in vet mode. Usually, though, you fight Officer Alexander until he activates his droid EN4C. And what happens? So, this is the one that looks like a popo, the police. Yeah. So what happens is a huge bomb goes out on someone, and then they also place someone under arrest. And when that happens, you have to go stand behind this bluish-orangey circle on the ground, trap the robot in it, and then DPS away at it. And when I did this on M-Side, it either bugged out or they changed it. The circle was a red target kind of thing, but it was sticking up out of the floor. It was, like, up like a hula hoop in the air or like a, like a croquet hoop. Instead of flat on the floor, do they do that in vet mode because it's very easy to step in it if it's flat on the ground? So Mal was super nice. She ran this with me originally with me, her, and and just two other people who wanted to come along. I believe Roman may have been with us. And then she went later and she ran the Imperial side so she could re-remember and see what uh, Daddy Malgus had to say about things. It's funny because she doesn't remember that in veteran mode that we ran together, I can't answer any of these questions because the boss died so fast that we didn't even get to see any of the mechanics. So no, Mal, I don't freaking know what they did or did not do because that thing was D-E-A-D-E, dead, dead, D, dead. Yes, so dead. A lot of Ds there. Wow, all right. So I think maybe they have it up in the air because when it was flat on the ground, if you stepped in that shit by accident, you would be frozen for the rest of your You're life. You're supposed to be frozen. No, but you would be That's stuck your in it for like 10 minutes. Well, at least you weren't D-E-A-D-E-D-D-E-D dead. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. You'll be so dead. S-O-D-E-A-D. I'm all done. But listen. Okay, okay. But you get frozen for five minutes. But if you don't, you get to move on. And you get to make your way to the next boss. Governor Charnarov pops back in your little ears and mentions someone named General Artul is on the planet fighting for him. Interesting. I bet we'll find more about that later. So then comes a fight that I love. I love so much. And I was mad we killed it so fast in veteran mode. We didn't even get to see my favorite part. The next boss here is Captain. Wait, 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 wait. Because before we get there, let me tell you about one of my favorite knockbacks okay. in Swator. Okay. In Katamimu, there is a bridge. And if you stand right in the center... Four mobs spawn, and if you are in exactly the right spot and you have the 360 knockback, you can boot all four off the bridge, which I did during our pub side run, but you missed it. Was I, like, busy? I think I was busy looking at the cages and stuff and, like, going up random ramps. This flashpoint is really expansive. It's got a lot of areas you don't really need to be in and don't really have a ton. Like, that's how we found some of those little secrets, though, those things you could use your crafting skills on. But, uh, yeah, there is some glorious pushes in this this op- this flashpoint for sure. Right. So oh, let's... I'm supposed to tell you to shut up now. Oh, thank you. Ah. Listen right. here, you... I need to talk about my Wookiee and my Ugnaughts. Go for it. Captain Grimmick. He's a Wookiee with a giant flamethrower. And as you fight him, a pack of Ugnaughts spawn. Do you remember back in the day, you used to stand on that little ship 
that's down there so the Ugnats couldn't get you. Oh, Because yeah. we were so weak. We were so pitiful back then. That's we only had six Ugnats. skills to rub together and I almost <laughs> made a cardboard. I do remember that. That's Yeah, that's a strong memory. And you're like standing up there going, do you have a little party mm-hmm. on top of a car? Yeah. So after this boss, we hear from none other than General Artul himself. Apparently, the governor is cowering in a bunker. But not to worry, the general is still on duty and he's going to stop us. Next up is the biggest trash skip known to flashpoints. After you fight the Wookiee, you just run Ah! all the way through the trash, all the way to the elevator, hop on the elevator, run to the very edge of the elevator, and then when you get to the bottom, press a button... And literally run to the last boss room and wait for everything to despawn. It's a lot. Then go back for the conversation. And poor Saya, she panicked. She was like, oh, God, are we skipping the conversation? No, you guys. I, I I really thought we were doing something wrong because I kept, we kept running. And then I'd be like, are we really supposed to run this whole thing? And you're just like going, keep running. There's this this light side, dark side choice for this flashpoint. And, and we're noticing that pretty much every flashpoint has one big one at least which is really mm-hmm. cool so mm-hmm. this one's general artul has fired up the missiles and is ready to fire them he has also locked them so you cannot turn them off you can however point the missiles in a different direction you can target the imperial fleet if your pub side and vice versa you can target the republic fleet on imp side for some dark side points the light side choice here is to target an uninhabited moon of katamimu We picked the uninhabited moon choice in our run, and we got to watch the missiles get all loaded up, blast off into the sky, and then we meet the man, the myth, the legend, the moon killer, General Artul. It's really funny. His title is Mantellian War Criminal. Probably his official status. I am a war criminal. Thank you very much. And he has this ridiculously douchey-looking chin, (laughs) facial hair, like he had a soul patch, and he thought to himself, wow, I'll grow this out a little bit. That'll look sweet. So I love how he starts up this fight. These voice lines. I fought in the war, you piece of trash. You think I'm afraid now? I'm not even really sure what war he means, but ow, man, I need some aloe for these burns he's given me. I love the mechanics here. This is one of my favorite lines to repeat, too. This guy doesn't die that quick, even in veteran mode, which was so weird because some of the other bosses died after we looked at them funny. And as you fight him, he keeps yelling, keep firing, keep firing. And the rockets in the room start up, and at first there's smoke, and the ones that are about to to fire, like, they go on fire. Like, it's a very visually cool mechanic. You're in, like, a missile silo. Like, you know, the missiles Mm -hmm. are getting ready to blast or something. I don't know. Um, It does include my favorite mechanic uh, in the entire game, which is watching people die. And it absolutely (laughs) allows me to watch people get fried in these rockets. I think they might be more, like, exhaust from the rockets. I'm not sure. There's no rockets. No, I think it's actually, like, the butt part of the rocket. Like when you see a spaceship firing up, I think it's that that part. Like he's firing off these missiles. This is not a great place to have a fight, but toasted crispy, yeah. Even at a even at a low level, this is a mechanics heavy fight. Right, right. And he does a knockback, and you better not have your back to the fire either. And in master mode, there is an added mechanic where he throws magnetic shackles on people that stick you to the metal floor. You can use your stun breaker or someone else in the group who is not shackled has to like run over your feet. So stacking is not a good idea because if three people are grouped up, he will throw the shackles down and get all three of you. I guess he just came to this fight with like 100 pairs of magnetic shackles in his bag. 
that can be stamped into the floor. So be prepared. The power of Star Wars. Uh, We then hear his last little, oh no, parting speech from the crazy governor. And then the Republic or Imperial fleet comes to tell you that they got this now and the planet is under control. Time to turn off the emergency console, unlock the locks, and head back to the fleet and deposit your magnetic shackles in the box to the left. <laughs> we call up Satil and let her know we are all done. Republic forces have moved in and have taken the good governor into custody and are cleaning up. We tell her General Artul is no more, and she says, too bad, we could have put him on trial. That's too busy. Okay. We're busy frying him. Okay, lady. At the beginning of this, you told us to... Bring him to justice, which I honestly interpreted as a sly way of telling us off with his head. But wait fine. a second, wait a second. When 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 you see on the TV that someone should be brought to justice, are you ser- sincerely thinking that we should we should uh, put them on the chopping block? No, she was like, you know, bring him uh, to justice. Oh, it's her tone of satire. Wink, voice. wink, nudge, it. nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Say no Make more. Us say no more. Do an audit on him. Whatever helps you sleep at night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> then Satil drops a little tidbit about how the Imperial fleet actually ran away. What? Uh, when they saw the missiles back under Republic control. Interesting. I wonder what the flip side of that was. All right. So on Imp's side, we give Darth Malgus a ring, and he is very pleased. Imps have bombed the planet. Troops have landed. Republic weapons have been stolen. We all celebrate. Oh, and Governor What's-His-Name, he's been captured, and he is going to be Marie Antoinette in the Purple Square, and his lucky successor can join the Empire or be relieved from duty. Oh, so so Malgus was not even like a wink and a nudge like Satil maybe was. No. Malgus was just like Hunger Games, that that business right there. You have been relieved from duty. Next. Now, listen, here I actually told him, go easy on the civilians because they had nothing to do with this. And Malgus says, mindless oppression serves no one. Another layer to Darth Malgus. Malgus loves his peeps to be free. That's his thing. He's, he's, he's kind of a green, you know, like, all right, yeah, let's be cool about it. People will like us. Another job well done by our group. And that's it for the Flashpoint Academy move. Now it's about time for us to hang up our Flashpoint hat, grab another coffee and some fuzzy slippers, and talk about some things we want to see in the game when we are all on our lonesome. Flying Solo. All right, my friend Mal, we've got a lot to talk about when it comes to solo wish listing. You're like, what do I got on my wish list here? I want a beautiful new Sith dress. I want a new lightsaber. And I, no, she doesn't care about any of these things. She just wants, well, she wants something she can play with. Voss is a playable species. I don't give a fuck if they're supposed to be taller. Well, I don't care. Whoa. Maybe they're, listen, maybe they're a subset of Voss human hybrids, and that's why they're shorter. Or maybe there's a group of Voss that didn't eat their space Wheaties and it affected their growth. I don't know. And I don't care. They would be amazing as a playable species. They're too tall! I don't care. Who cares? Would you care about that? I don't care about that. Who cares? I have never once looked at my character and thought, oh, geez, that's a little tall for a toe. But they have to change all the cutscenes. Take out my little, take out my measuring tape and hold it against my computer screen. Oh, no. This (laughs) Togruta is eight inches. And they all, their tallest of their species clocks in at seven and three quarters. Your boss will have to duck when they go through oh, doorways. Saya, you floated an idea to me a few weeks ago. 
And it made me actually go, oh, oh, yes, I would want that. Yeah, you were telling me about sound changes for weapons. We currently have weapon tuning that lets our weapons have a different visual effect, like crackling lightning or snow. And of course, we also have like the colors, crystals that let us change the color of our weapon. Wouldn't it be great if we could also have some type of chip? I like it being called a chip, a chip that lets us change the sound module for our weapon. Uh, you you told me that idea. It was such a good idea. I really loved it. Um, I think it would make the game really fun. I think they could have a lot of fun with it and give us some things that are like less less serious than some of the stuff we have. Like, have you ever played Soul Calibur? No, tell me all about it, what they got. Okay, so in Soul Calibur, they have a ton of characters, a ton of weapons, but in every game, each character has a joke weapon that you can get for them. They look super silly, and they make ridiculous noises, and there's a character in the game named Astaroth, who is this big, gigantic demon, the god of destruction. He usually has these really wicked, huge two-handed axes with a six-foot blade, and his joke weapon is this big, silly-looking plastic red hammer that they call the pow hammer, and when you hit someone with it, it goes eek, 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 (laughs) week and it is so silly and it makes me so happy and it adds so much to the game it is so funny listen i don't want to hear your little pow hammer and sotor this is a very serious game i don't want to listen to a little eep eep i only want to listen to guns that sound like popcorn bring back the popcorn gun this is our plea i serious noises that is great i would like to see that but i think we need some funny we need more funny stuff in this game i know a lot of people play it seriously rp very heavy but i think other people play the game for fun what is fun to have fun. do we remember fun do you remember fun i want anymore? my immersion or go home God. i want to hear <laughs> you know i don't want to hear I want a gun that goes meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I feel like Wildstar had that kind of stuff. Guild Wars 2 has a little bit of it. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but Final Fantasy actually runs a contest where you can submit um, visual drawings for the different types of weapons that they have. Like they have staffs, mm-hmm. they have swords, and some of them are so funny. Some of them are just like a fish, like <laughs> slapping a fish. Some are like a pizza, you know. That's the kind of thing that I think you're looking for. And yes. Star Wars The Old Republic has always been kind of against that kind of silliness stuff. They've opened up a lot over the years. Uh, but when it first launched, they were so incredibly lore and immersion focused that we're still seeing that trickle down, down the line. Um, the fact that we get things like a vibromop in, in the game's files is probably like an astonishing thing to the people who originally launched the game. I mean, I want to wave that around in an operation. Yeah, okay, that'll allow. I'll allow that. A slipper you can take off and hold in your hand. That's too much. Go home, Mal. (laughs) What What else do you want to see here? So I talked about how I'd love to see an armor collection system and revamp um, somewhere along the lines but that's just for me that's what I want something I'd like to see in the game for other people if we're if we're going dreaming big um, I'd like to see a romance focused update one thing that's never really been properly addressed in the game has been the long-term romance side of things and I'd really like there to be a bigger update for the story players that allows you to plan and host a wedding like you get to pick the flavor of the vows like are they spicy are they sweet uh the guests who you had this long list of people you know from your story and you just get to have them sit in the audience you know uh 
uh, de- decorations, all of that fully voice acted and full cutscenes for every romanceable NPC that they can they can actually get on board. I think it'd offer a lot of replayability too if there's enough options, just because of the sheer number of romance companions. <laughs> and think of how much money they could make if they also sold special cartel wedding decorations and outfits. I know you guys already spend way too much money on that kind of stuff, so why not drop some hot cash on that hot date? I mean, I think they could make that and, and charge money for it as like a little mini expansion. Either right, or something. Cash money or cartel right, coins I'd like this to, to be unlock like a it. Baby expansion. Because I'd, I'd be real sad if an expansion came by and there wasn't also like flashpoint operations and stuff like that. But that'd mm. be something I'd love to see. And then if it's possible, <laughs> if it's possible. Have a wedding operation. Uh, no, yes, no. Coming this yes. fall, they take on the evil galactic whatever, whatever. Whatever, in- whatever. The Wedding Party, coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, pick your dress, pick your pants. We don't care. Just make sure you're wearing gear. Exactly. Um, And if it's possible, I'd love to see, like, the romance stuff expanded because we've gotten so much uh, over the years in terms of those LGBTQ romances. Like, we've gotten same-sex romances that we didn't have before. And um, I'd like to see more. Like, I, even if it's just some males, like, you get a male, like, once every two weeks or something. The more I can get, the better. The more cutscenes and stuff. But I won't be too demanding, you know? I, I feel so greedy. Like, give me everything. And I, I feel like I have to temper myself even with um, this being a wish list episode. Well, it's our wish list. It's what we wish to see. And it's valid. I, I know. We're not I, writing them a letter. No, I'm going to pack up this podcast, put it, burn it. I'm going <laughs> to no! burn it on a CD no! and I'm going <laughs> to deliver it. I'm going to deliver it to them. I this put is it our in wish their list, mailbox? motherfuckers. Do it or else. Or else there will be no consequences at all because we have no power here whatsoever. Right. Like I, sometimes people say, like, "What would you do if you're in charge of Sotor?" And honestly, I'd be like, "Whatever I do, I'd probably burn it to the ground." I'm so sorry. I don't know anything about making those type of decisions. Um, but I know you wanted to see something return to the game, if not romance. I would like to see new stuff on old planets. I feel like every time they put out new content, they are pressured to make new new planet. A new area, new mobs, new everything. And that's true. We want new places to go new. and see. But it takes so much time. It takes so much effort. And a lot of the planets we have, they are freaking huge. Oh, they so are enormous. Right. And you never go there. You don't ever go there. Like the bo- the bonus series areas, I-, I haven't been there in eight years. They're just sitting out there empty. Oh, the original planets are huge. Yeah, absolutely. The original planets they always want to make a new planet and new species i can't understand it there are already so many planets that have heroics but no dailies well the easy answer is marketing but like i am also so on board with this kind of stuff i would love i always wanted to return to tython return to tython and expand tython i don't know how that works with the the current story i don't think it does um but like coruscant we know that they built a whole new jedi temple there we still haven't like you know, gone back to check it out and stuff like that. Hopefully we will. Who knows? We'll see. You don't need a new planet. You already have 20 planets at home you don't play with. <laughs> planets at so, home. You know what else? And I think you would like to see this too. I would like to see new world bosses just pop up on old planets. I think that would be really fun. Ah, I saw this on my list. I saw this. You had written this down and I was like, yes, I would love new world bosses. I love people yes. taking people out to them and just having like yes. they only need like one mechanic that's different, you know? Right. And right. it doesn't even have to be hard stuff like that. Everybody loves doing the cat 
on Hoth because it does a big snowstorm. And, and like, you don't have to do the mechanics. It's just fun and different and neat and cuddle up with your friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. You maybe have a stack of Savannah Veranticus that have fused <laughs> together like Power Rangers to make one big super Veranticus. We now have to fight. Oh, I tried to save you babies. I'm so sorry. This is the only way you could be free now. All right. The Verantikai have got to us. I think it's time for us to end this episode. Wait, 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 wait. Not yet. First, you have to tell me the news. You heard it here last. If you're listening to this episode, on the day it was released, patch 7.1.1 is now out. The All Worlds Ultimate Swoop Rally is in full swing and will end on October 25th, 2022. Uh, we are also waiting for the Feast of Prosperity to start. It will start November 1st and run till November 29th. Along with this patch was supposed to be Galactic Season Season 3. Unfortunately, it did not launch with the patch. We're very sad about it, but hopefully it will come out soon. Hopefully even before this episode actually gets released. Some other small fixes you may be excited about are a reduction in working on unlocking Hide and Zeke, especially for those of you playing solo, as well as some nice little fixes for those of you who use revives in operations. Don't forget, the big balancing changes also went through, so if you feel weaker or stronger compared to the day before, that would be why. That's it for the news. As always, tell us in the comments, what do you wish to see? There are no wrong answers. I'm going to reply to every comment and say why it can't be in the game. Please do. And respond to the bots, too. They really <laughs> no! get off on a tangent. The Ooh. bots certainly like something that's not going to be added in the game. Oh, my goodness. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next episode. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Starforge Podcast with Saya and Mal. We know you have your choice of podcasts and you chose the right one. New episodes drop every Friday on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Sotarista's YouTube channel, and just about every other podcast platform in existence. For show notes, pictures, and other information, visit StarforgePodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter at StarforgeCast. We love hearing from you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Test, test. Oh. Have you tested your level I'm testing. Yet? Hello. Hello, my baby. Hello, Hi. my darling. Hello. Saya, my friend. Hello. Do a podcast with me. Everyone will laugh, you'll see. Anyway.